So, fourth time the charm, Jamie. Yeah, fourth time's the charm here. <laughs> it's only eleven o'clock. Um, so this is part two. We t- part one. We talked about hockey and basketball. Now we're getting into golf and the Olympics, and then football. Sounds great, guys. Nick, why don't you talk Sounds about great. it since I messed it up last time? All right. So for anybody who has been living under a rock, uh, Colin Morikawa won the Open uh, last week, I guess it was now. Jeez. Uh, in a pretty impressive manner, actually. He went out head-to-head with Louis Eustazen and shot lights out golf, didn't have a bogey in his final round, uh, and then sat there and proceeded to hold himself together in front of the mic, didn't say anything stupid, didn't get himself in trouble, <coughs> DeChambeau, and, um, well, represented the U.S. very well. Not to mention, this is now his second major win at the age of 20, 24, I believe they said, right? I was rooting for Speefy the whole time. I was rooting for him, too, actually. I really wanted Speefy to win. Oh, Speefy. He just... He, yeah, but, he would have but been he tied. Like he would have been tied if he didn't fuck up on the front nine. If he didn't get those two bogeys, he would have tied him. Or 18 on, on, in round three, where he missed, what, a two-foot par putt on... Yeah. 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 Brutal. Yes. Absolutely brutal watching that show. Uh, at least he didn't choke as bad as Usazen did. Yeah, Louis did not have his his best stuff on Sunday. He's been choking in majors. He's been winning in the final round and then just choking. You know he can't close under pressure. I don't even think he's playing in the in the Olympics. You should if he can't if he can't compete when there's pressure. Yep. I I'll tell you more cow though, man. Really impressive. So, he won the PGA and the Open Championship in his first starts in either of those two. And that's the first time ever, right? I believe so, yes. So, he actually has beaten a few of the metrics that we set to measure players by doing better than Tiger Woods, which is really impressive. Uh, the problem, I think, is that it stands out that this generation of golfers as a whole is just that much more well-rounded. That a guy that can be better than Tiger Woods in some ways doesn't stand out necessarily as the greatest golfer that there is. What what happened to DeChambeau? So DeChambeau was not hitting the ball incredibly well off the tee and decided to slam his sponsor and say that he had a crappy driver, essentially. Oh, who, who, who was his sponsor? Cobra. His sponsor is Cobra? Cobra Golf, registered trademark, not of me. Yeah, that, he does have a crappy driver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his sponsor turned around and slammed him. And he had to apologize for what he said about his his sponsor. No, I've never it's used like I've never beat. used Cobra clubs ever, so I wouldn't know. Was it was it apology like a backdoor apology where he's like, I'm sorry that like your drivers make me hit the ball bad? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
then and then he and Dustin Johnson. Me, that's, that's the same problem with my driver. And then he and Dustin Johnson came out and said that the course was unfair to longer hitters because you can't judge where the ball's going to bounce or some shit like that as well. So he really just was like the center of controversy for the entire week again. Should have just said some... I was bad at cuts and this course is hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard course. <laughs> no, it's the course's fault that I lost. And the driver and the ball. So the ball wouldn't go into his home. So this is, has nothing to do with the sport of golf. Uh but uh, it's actually really funny. I wanted to bring it up. So uh, I was talking to my wife, right? Right. This is gonna be funny for the podcast. I was talking to her, and I was like, "Hey, uh, they're playing the Open," and she's like, "Is that like the U.S. Open?" I was like, "No, they used to call it the British Open." And she goes, "Oh, where'd they have it in North Carolina?" And I'm like, "What? Like, what is your first <laughs> process when I say it used to be called the British Open that you say it was played in North Carolina?" What? what? Well, I just. Oh no! You said it used to be called the British Open. Now it's the North Carolina Open. Now it's the North Carolina Open. Obviously, it's okay. She listens to the podcast. She'll 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 get a kick out of it. Hopefully, and if I if I'm not back next time, it's because I'm dead. Okay. Well, we'll miss you. But I think the the win that Morikawa has transition. <clears throat> Really gets him gets him uh, going for the Olympics that's coming up this week, you know, with golf hey, for hey, the Olympics. That, that, you know? I just see you finally take the steering wheel here. <laughs> Transition. <clears throat> finally, help us move this along. Yeah, moving along. Yeah, which I think with all that controversy and stuff, it's not going to bode well for Deshambo when he plays in the Olympics. No, he just he can't seem to get out of his own way right now. But Morikawa, I think. If he's not the favorite at this moment, um, he's definitely in the top two or top three. He's been playing great golf. He's played great golf really for the last two years. And you consider that he made the most consecutive cuts to start a career in the PGA Tour. Screams to his consistency. His ball striking is phenomenal. And, uh, you know... You never can discount the importance of, of family ties and things like that. Uh, I, I think in back, you know, somewhere where, where he has a good family heritage, uh, could just give him the extra drive. Really push him over. We talk about home field advantage. I think, I think you know, his family heritage being Japanese is going to just help him out, really give him that extra drive to succeed. Do you have any favorites for the for the Olympics? I'm gonna go with Hideki Matsuyama. I'll take Morikawa. Go with Hideki. Just what about I think you, he's Bernie? Got the hot hand. Who are you gonna pick? I don't know who's in it. Uh, that one guy that did that thing on the golf course. He'll take the field. Guy. He'll take. Yeah. He'll take the rest of the field. He'll take the field. Yeah, yeah. I got everybody else. I got everybody else. Uh, this is a pretty safe bet usually in golf. So do you have any? You can bet the field against three guys. You're usually pretty good. You got any uh, Olympic news there, Nick? The only Olympic news I have is while um, I was totally paying attention to the NHL bit. Yes, I was definitely paying attention during that part. 
Um, I might I might have glanced over and saw some of the swimming going on, and the Australian women. I know it's not the U.S. Huh? Uh, and the four by a hundred uh, freestyle relay broke the world record uh, by like a second, and the, the whoever swam third for Australia is an absolute monster because she started with the field like neck to neck with the field and then at the end of her her leg or the end of her thing she she was like legitimately a full body ahead of the world record line and was like two seconds ahead of everyone like that late that woman is an absolute monster so talking about really quick about uh hockey uh that could ever respond did no. he just like no. He just, just pieced out. He just pieced he out. He said, Fortnite's better, and then left. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Anything um, Anything else about Olympics, Nick? So I, I've been sitting here actually glancing up and watching a big part of it. Uh, the U.S. managed to win their first gold, gold and silver in uh, the men's 4 by 100 individual medley tonight. Uh, so good start for the U.S. Hopefully they can keep it up. Not such a great start for the women's uh, national soccer team. Losing against Sweden in very ugly fashion. Uh, but they appear to get themselves back on track today, which is huge. Hopefully they can keep it up. Women's softball is riding two 35-year-old plus arms, 135, 138. But they are pitching great. They're hitting not so great. So hopefully their bats can heat up and uh, help out what the pitchers are Help out the pitchers. Um, we have skateboarding and surfing in the Olympics for the first time. Uh, I'm actually watching some skateboarding this evening. So we'll see how that goes. The U.S. is favored there. Uh, past that, you know, it's still early. But it, I believe I also saw earlier, and unfortunately I didn't get to I wasn't watching it because there's only so many things I can watch at a time. Uh, the reigning Olympic champion, two-time Olympic champion in men's all-around in gymnastics is out and make the finals. So that is a big story, I guess, from the Olympics as an overview and not so much uh, just USA-centric. Yeah, I got I got nothing else for the Olympics. I am currently glancing at the women's volleyball, how the U.S. is absolutely destroying Argentina right now. That'd Just, be a good one for them. Yeah. So, speaking of not Olympics, <laughs> no transition here. We're gonna start with the NFL. You know, we did a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I know the NFL segment's gonna be pretty big. Um, Bernie, you said you wanted to talk about some uh, QB uh, races between a couple teams, right? Yes, no, maybe so. Yeah. Talk about some what? I'm sorry, it froze up on my end. Uh, QBs and uh, their, like, who, who's going to play for certain teams? Well, competition. QB battles. QB battles. Yeah, QB um, competitions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, there's three that popped up. Um, one of them is the one in Chicago with Bridgewater and um, I think Dalton. Bridgewater? Hey. Teddy Bridgewater plays for Denver. 
Field and uh, Justin Fields, yeah. Justin yeah, that's Fields. in there. Yeah, yeah Field, Justin... Fields. And Dalton. Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Well, I. Do you think? Do you think Fields is going to start right away? No. So like that, like that. There's. Is Nagy's job on the line? And, that, and that's the question. Nagy already said that Andy's the starter. There's yes, his job presidents. is on the line. No, Fields is not a starter yet. I, I think that some of that also comes down to what we talked about before. Until they know for a fact that they have his epilepsy under control, that they can't just turn over the reins to a team to him. I just feel like if I'm the opposing team and I'm playing against Justin Fields, I am strobing the hell out of the stadium. <laughs> kind of. That's when it's someone else in line. But if, if Nagy's job is on the line, if Nagy's job is on the line, Andy Dalton will have a very short leash. Um, and it will be within the first four weeks where he gets pulled and we see fields, depending on how well he does. But uh, they have a lot more problems than just the QB position. So I think it's going to be Andy Dalton until they get those other positions fixed. So Andy, Andy Dalton will probably be this year, and then next year, maybe the year after that, have Fields be the starter. And then watch him I think the bed. I think Fields will start if – they um if everyone else if, gets injured if, yeah, or if dan if andy dolan plays like crap you know like first couple of games they're gonna put fields in to see how he's doing you know like it, it i feel like fields has the potential to be a, a pretty good quarterback he has some of the same uh attributes as like you know like kyler murray has you know he he can run and he has a good arm you know um but i feel like um I don't think he has the same kind of uh, play style as like Trevor Lawrence. I don't think I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. I don't think Justin Fields is going to be as good as him, depending on the the draft class. Well, and and you have a much more limited playing history to look at with Justin Fields. He played junior year, a very limited senior year. Trevor Lawrence has been a starter, you know, was a starter at Clemson much longer. So you just have much more of a standard history with Trevor Lawrence than you do with Fields. And I just don't think that Chicago has a lot of good weapons to utilize if he starts as a quarterback. Uh, you have uh, Allen Robinson um, and Trey Burton, right? Tight end. Who's the other tight end that's really good that they just drafted? Cole Komet? Last year? Something like that? But yeah, that's all you got. And yeah. you, you really don't have a running back. Um, so um, I feel like even if he does start, he's he, he might struggle because they don't have a lot of great weapons on that team. And, and he had some pretty strong weapons at Ohio State. Yeah. In particular, from the receiver standpoint. 
Like, uh, so who who started? Did, who did, didn't one of them end up with a Washington football team? Huh? Who's gonna start for the Washington football team? So no, I said didn't one of, didn't one of the receivers that Fields had go to Washington? Maybe I don't know. Did he? For sure. Jamie, that's your wheelhouse. Rookies hey, in Washington. Hey, y'all get out of here. Yeah, scary Terry. Oh, I thought you meant this last year. No, no. Yes, so I love Scary Terry McClary. <laughs> so, yeah, so now sure Scary Terry was was with Fields his junior year, or Fields' so, junior year. So, who starts and who finishes the season for Chicago? Dalton starts. I think it's gonna be. Uh, then uh, Fields finishes. I think it's gonna be Dalton all the way through. I wouldn't be surprised to see Fields finish once they have a feel for what he can do if they have everything managed appropriately uh, from a health standpoint. You know, I don't see the Bears being a competitive team late in the season. So a lot of times he might get a start just to see what he can do. So the next one was the Denver Broncos having um, Bridgewater and Locke. And I don't really think we need to go into much discussion with this one because I feel like it's a pretty easy pick. Unless I'm wrong, but I think it should be Bridgewater. Uh, I would pick Bridgewater. I'd probably pick him too. Uh, most of, you know, just kind of glancing through, a lot of the other pundits are saying they think Locke still gets the nod, at least at the beginning of the season. Um, I think Is that like a playbook thing, though? I think Bridgewater brings more to the table. I don't think like get, getting the, getting the I think it's I think it's strictly an age, I think it's strictly an age thing. Yeah, Fox I don't, his I third mean, season, you, you Bridgewater's have... been around the NFL for another part of 10 years now. You, you have 17 games to win and make it to a playoff, and you're going to put Drew Locke in to help you win, and he hasn't won at all? Like Again, I'd put Bridgewater in. If it were me, it's Bridgewater. All right. Yeah, no, so, I, I – if they put Locke in to start any game, they whoever is made that decision should get fired. What's your next one? There's no. Next one was uh, the Patriots, Cam Newton and Mac Jones. I think Cam Newton starts. This is Mac Jones finishes. So that's why everyone is speculating, but apparently Mac Jones is making a real push already, to the point where. Cam Newton was actually benched in practice. Oh, Mac. I hope to God they release Cam Newton. I hope. I don't think he's a good quarterback. He's always had he, good teammates around him, good defense to make him a better player. And now that he doesn't have that, I mean, no offense to the Patriots, but they were god-awful oh, last year. This year. No, yeah, the last year. Well, they had the most players on COVID list. Yeah, and then yeah. on top of that, they had 
injuries to Jules. They had injuries to Gilmore. Uh, they had – like, defense was gone because of COVID, and they still didn't do that bad on defense. The only problem was that they, had, they didn't have a QB that could hit a receiver wide open. It's just an awesome and that's, like, legit. He was throwing it into the ground or over their head. But, uh, yeah, apparently Mac Jones is making a real push. He, oh, uh, I think – I think depending on the preseason, he could be the starter for game one. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Mac. I'll buy Mac Jones because he fits. He fits Belichick's system. He's a smart quarterback. He can read defenses, and a lot of Belichick's plays are simple read and react. He doesn't ask his quarterback to throw the ball thirty yards downfield ten times a game. He wants you to throw the ball 30 yards downfield three times a game and complete all three. But he's then going to turn around and ask you to throw the ball 30 times within five yards of the line of scrimmage, and half of those you're going to be reading the defense and deciding whether it's a handoff or a pull-up and throw before the play starts. And I think Jones has the smarts to do that. I think he's accurate enough, especially in the short throws, that he'll be able to complete it and be successful early on. And he's shown enough arm strength that when he does need to go downfield, he'll be able to do it easily. Uh, I think that additional accuracy over Newton, I think Newton's inability to appropriately read defenses long-term, number of turnovers that he's that have been produced, you know, especially under blitz packages coming at him. So it, it could be, I think Mac Jones is not necessarily a safe bet, but it wouldn't shock me to see him in there, so I'll take him. Yeah, um, and even looking back on last year, you, you brought up a good point of uh, pre-snap reads. From what I heard, they had to dumb down that for him, for Cam Newton. Um, you didn't see as much motions. It really was just come up to the line and call play because uh, it got too complicated for him. So um, I, I think that if it's not Mac Jones, it should be Stidham or Hoyer. Uh, I, I think Cam Newton is the worst possible option to start the season. Well, Mac Jones has such a high football IQ. Like, it's absolutely insane how smart he is under center that, like, I feel like he'd fit right into the kind of scheme that Tom Brady ran when he was in New England. And the Denver Broncos passed on him. Yeah. They could have picked him up at nine, and they passed on him. Yeah. Or eleven, whatever. They were before fifteen. Yeah. So, again, back to what I'd said before. A lot of the pens, pundits, other pundits feel that you know Locke is the guy out there in in Denver. Maybe they still feel that he's really the guy long term, and that's why they passed on a guy like Jones. I mean, anytime you're drafting a quarterback in the NFL, there's no guarantees doesn't matter how great they were in college. There's no guarantee. And maybe it's we have a guy. We know what we've got. Maybe we don't want to waste another, you know, top 15 pick. But Jones looks like he could have been, you know, he looked like the real deal. He had a little bit of a limited, you know, body of work as well. But everything else that has come out about him screams that he's going to be NFL-ready sooner rather than later. Does he start the season? Who knows? 
I think he probably can finish the season. And I think he's got the tangibles that typically fit the Patriots offense. You know, Cam Newton is more suited to an offense that was built for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. If you want to come to Baltimore and be the backup and something happened to Lamar, Newton would fit much more into the Baltimore offense. Something that's very run-driven, something that requires him to roll out, use his legs, be, be the athlete he is, because he's a spectacular athlete. But the Patriots offense has always been built around a pocket passer, somebody who can take the ball from under center, take a step back, one step backwards, and get the ball out of his hand in basically a flat pattern and let the wide receiver be essentially a running back. And this is why Josh McDaniel sucks, because he should have changed the playbook to something like that last year. Yeah, not a lot of people like Josh McDaniels. Go go talk to the Broncos fans about him. Oh, yeah. No, he got his bad. At least they got rid of him. They, that was the one smart move they made in such a long time, was to get rid of him. You got any other quarterback uh, battles? No, that that was the only three I saw that were like. What about Washington, huh? Yeah, it's Fitzpatrick. Or Henneke. Yeah, it's gonna be Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick's gonna start. Henneke's gonna finish. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because Fitzpatrick's gonna get hurt because they don't have an offensive line because their dumbass owner is a GM, and he only picks up star power, not an offensive line that can actually protect the quarterback. Hence, Alex Smith having to retire. Well, Alex Smith Even though he just retired to the because they playoffs. wouldn't give him a contract extension. So, yeah, but he also could probably sign with a different team. He, the um, Jaguars, were trying to sign him. Yeah, but they were gonna. He he didn't want to be a backup. That was his thing. He thought he proved that he could be a starter again, and no one was yeah, gonna but... sign him on to be a starter. So he was like, oh, "Fuck this, I'm out." I mean, he could probably gone to Houston with all that shit going on. Oh god, that's gonna be a shit show this year. I but do, I do why? like who they drafted this year out of Stanford. I do not remember his name, but I sure loved him. Well, about the guy from Dallas that you liked, Zanecki, Zanecki from JMU. Yeah, he was fucking awful, but I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> well, my uh, my yeah. sister went uh, to JMU, so you know I had to kind of support them. Yeah, um, I mean, you look at the Packers, they don't really have a QB battle, more of a QB question mark. Um, San Fran already said that Jimmy G is going to finish out his contract this year, being the starter, and uh, if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. Um, the Rams have their person, Arizona has their person, Seattle has their person. Um the East, the Bills have their AFC East. Bills have their person. Patriots is the question mark. Jets and Dolphins are set. NFC East, the Cowboys, the Redskins. No, not the uh, Redskins. The Washington sorry, football, football team. team. The <laughs> football team. Um, the Eagles. All right, they drafted QB last year. Uh, and the Giants. Then you have the AFC North, which is the Ravens have their running back. Browns, Bengals, Steelers. It ain't bad for running back. No, no, I mean, if he had a wide receiver, he might be QB. 
Uh, Lions have their guy. The Vikings have their shitty guy. <laughs> uh, Packers and Bears, we talked about. And then uh, the Jaguars, Texans. Cause Texans is a question mark, but that's because it's a legal battle. Uh, Colts are set, and the Titans are set. Yeah, I, I don't see any other team that really has a QB battle. So my, right my thing, my I thing mean, is... I, 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 see, I see a couple of those teams maybe having issues throughout the year and just having to decide if they make a change, but... To start no, I the think season, they know who they're going to be. Yeah, and, and that that was a big thing is preseason battles. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think Carson Wentz is a lock for the long term answer in Indianapolis. God no. But he's starting game one. Yes, he is. Yeah. So so real quick, this has nothing to do with football. But I just want to bring it up since you said the Redskins, right? Did you know that the, the Cleveland, Cleveland Indians are changing their name? To the Guardians, the Guardians. or whatever. Yeah, the, the Cleveland the Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians of the Galaxy. I just think that's fun. At least they were able to come up with a name in reasonable time rather than the I, Washington football team. What a name. I'm, By the way, does anybody understand what the Cleveland Guardians – name is supposed to I be and I have no why. idea what that means. I'm kind of disappointed they didn't go with the Cleveland baseball team. I kind of, like I, I heard they changed their name. I'm like, yeah. oh, they had another great opportunity to think back. <laughs> that was a piggyback move. Could have just been the baseball team. But he wasn't the baseball team. Which one? The baseball team. <laughs> I'm reading. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, they said they did after 40,000 fans were surveyed and 140 hours of interviews were con conducted with those fans, community leaders, and front office personnel. All signs pointed towards the Guardians as being the best fit. At least they did a survey and just didn't try to play the PC card. Yeah, I, I don't understand what they're the guardians of, though. Cleveland. I'm trying to Google this now. New name is inspired by the large landmark stone edifices referred to as the traffic guardians. <laughs> flank both ends of Hope Memorial Bridge. The traffic guardians. All right. So what, it's like statues on a bridge? Like a landmark? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's, that's actually real cool. On a bridge. That's real cool. It, it makes it more Cleveland. Now you got all these teams that are going to change their name, like the Browns. They're probably going to change their name. The what? I don't know. The not Browns? I don't know. The, the trash the, cans. The, the Cleveland trash the cans. The dumpster fires. Yeah, the Cleveland <laughs> dumpster fires. That would be good, yeah. Speaking of the Cleveland dumpster fires, why don't we do our quarterback carousel? We'll deal with the AFC East. No, AFC North, sorry. AFC North. Yeah. AFC and AFC North? Yeah. 
So we got the Cleveland Dumpster Fires and Baker Mayfield. Uh, we got Lamar. We got Big Ben. And we got Burrow. So we, how we did last time, we picked one quarterback and we just went through the list. Are they better than this person? Or are they better than this person? Or are they better than this person? Right? So last time we, we'd seeded them one, you, one through four. Do you want to seed them? I, I bet we seed them just by raw passing yards and then have a serious discussion which one's better. Just because passing yards isn't the all right, end so, all. Be all. So then it would be Baker, then probably Big Ben. Yeah, it would be... Burrow, it would be Lamar. Actually, at the end of last year, it would be Roethlisberger 1, Baker 2, Lamar 3, and Burrow 4. Yeah, so Burrow, Burrow was up Burrow versus Roethlisberger to start. I kind of want to have Burrow and Lamar swap. Well, no, that's lit, but that's what we'll get to, is who's technically better. But we're just going by straight passing yards for the season. Okay, okay. So, uh, which one we talk about first, Jamie? Which one you want to do? Uh, Big Ben versus Burrow. Um, alright. I, uh... We're, we're talking, like, right now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, today. Uh, like, today. Not... Gonna... His career has in his prime has nothing to do with this. We're talking about I'm gonna... today. I'm gonna say Burrow is the better one uh one because of age um but two he played on a fucking awful team the team was so bad they had nothing going for them other than maybe three receivers and um some defensemen but he actually managed to help them win and um when you have a team that is a whole bunch of misfits and you can actually produce W's and actually lead that team to victories, that's huge. And then you have Big Ben, who had legit studs on his team and could not do anything with them. Um, they were, what, a first-round bounce in the playoffs? Well, they went, they, they went what, what 11-0, and and then they lost their, or 11-0, and 12-0? And then they lost, they went like, their next six? Yeah. Um, that's, that's not a leader. Uh, a guy that just allows the team to lose four to six games straight at the end of the season and then get first-round bounce. Give me Burrow. Even when he was injured, uh, I'll take him all day. Well, Big Ben had a pretty good line, and Burrow did not. Oh, no, I'm saying Big Ben had the studs. He had the studs, and he still couldn't, couldn't who, win another. Who would you say, Nick? Well, I think starting this year, Burrow is probably going to be the better quarterback. Yeah, I was going to pick Burrow, too. I and a like... big part of that is exactly what you said. He had no offensive line last year. Uh, big Ben was sacked 13 times. Burrow was sacked 32. Are you even, right? if half those even if half those times and, Burrow and he didn't gets play the whole half, I think he's better. He ain't played the whole season. Yeah. Are you, are you ready and for he this? Still had, he still was sacked 32 times. Are you, are you yeah. ready for this? Baker versus Lamar. Do you, do you want to hear what I'm going to say? Yeah, let's go with you now. 
I think of Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's a great running back. He cannot throw the ball for shit. He cannot. And he has not proven to me the last two years that he can throw the ball. Yes, he has weapons this year, but he has not proved anything until I see it this year oh, that he can he, actually he throw the ball. He has weapons this year? Yeah, he has uh, Sammy Watkins, you know, and uh, he has more <laughs> weapons this year than he did the other years. I, I, Cammy, come on. I'm, I'm doing something here. Um, I would pick Baker Mayfield over Lamar Jackson. I'm going to do Baker Mayfield. Uh, he has less athleticism, but when it comes to QB position, you don't need to have athleticism. You just need to have a good football mind. And uh, this year, he finally showed how great his – I mean, he, he also went to – he was pretty much the Joe Burrow before Joe Burrow. He went to a team that didn't have much, and they finally and they started putting pieces around him quickly, and um, it kind of came through this year. I don't think he's the the greatest yet. Um, I'm kind of interested in the Burrow Mayfield debate, but um, you look at Lamar Jackson; he's able to win games, but he's also on a team that just had a history of winning games. Um, before he even got there. But he's I mean, winning but, games on the ground. He's not winning games in the air. No, but so, yeah, no, but like they, they also have like like correct me if I'm wrong, their defense was not like maybe not like how they used to, but they're still pretty legit yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. Statistically they were top five defense though. They sure as hell didn't look like it when it came playoff time. Um Baker's the better quarterback. Lamar's the better overall football player. But we're not, he finds we're not doing football player. We're doing quarterback. Oh, I know. And he is not a good quarterback. I think he's I think he's an average quarterback, but he makes up for a lot of the averageness by what he does with his feet. Forcing teams to respect him gives him throwing windows that are twice as wide as any other quarterback in the league. Yeah, and he still can't hit those throwing windows. He doesn't hit him as consistently as maybe you'd want out of a top-tier quarterback, but he does get the job done. And he does find ways to help the team win, usually. I'd say the playoffs have been a little bit of a struggle. Um, and I, I, I would still take him on my quarterback over top Baker just because I trust Lamar to not have as many off-the-field potential issues uh, in the long term of his career. I think Baker is still Johnny Manziel 2.0 waiting to happen. All right, so we got that, that could be, that could be Baker bad. Mayfield versus Joe Burrow. Who's going to be better this year? Uh, I'm going to say Mayfield uh, for the simple fact that the Bengals didn't get an offensive line. So he's he's gonna have the same problems he did last year. He's gonna get sacked twenty five plus times, and uh, e- even though they got the wide receiver from LSU, it's you know if you if you have no time to throw the ball, if you're taking three stops, and by the time your third foot hits the ground, you're being tackled. It, it doesn't matter. Like you can't do anything. You gotta have an offensive line around the guy now. So um, I'm gonna say Mayfield. See, I think that um, 
Baker had a – I mean, yes, he played better. He had a better line than Burrow. But I really think last year was more of a breakout year for him. Um, I think he played really well last year. Um, so I, I think I think this year, I think the Browns are going to be scary with them. So I, I would pick Baker over Burrow. What about you, Nick? I'm taking Baker as well, mostly just because he's a little more seasoned than Burrow is. Wow. I mean, it it takes it takes time for most people to become an NFL quarterback. No matter how talented you are, no matter how smart you are, no matter how how strong of an arm you are, you have, you know, it simply takes time to fully season it. And even when you look at the best and highest of the top tier quarterbacks, Brady wasn't Brady the first time he was under center. Mahomes is still ten times better now as an overall quarterback than what he was when he first started. Even though a lot of the, you know, a lot of what you see on the field looks the same, when you really start to break it down to the really tiny, like minutia of it, you get better over your first four or five seasons. So now we got the NFC North. So for Chicago, are we doing Dalton or are we doing uh, Fields? He said Dalton's better. Okay. So I say we should go. Well, okay. Who do you think is? That's a tough. I was gonna say who do you think is better, but I don't even know who I think is better. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the veteran. Tiebreaker goes to the veteran. Yep. Go to Dalton. We have a history to, to look at at least there. Um, Love or Rogers? Uh, Love. Rogers is not okay. participating. Um, and then, so we have, so we have Kirk Cousins, Andy Dalton, Jared Goff, and Jordan Love. So Jordan Love would probably go four, right? Because he's never played. Yeah. Um, then you have three. Um, what would that be? Andy Dalton. I'd say. Um. Golf two, Kirk I say cousins. I say cousins is probably three. Do you think that Andy Dalton? Well, well just is better just than for cousins? our initial, I say just for yeah, our dude. initial rankings. Let's use, let's use passing yards. Uh, cousins one because he's done forty two hundred. He had forty two sixty five. He was top ten passing yards last last season. All right, and then two and three don't matter because we're yep. going to be discussing them anyways. Yep. Yep. So, Love Cousins, do we even need to discuss that? Yeah, I'm going to take Love. I'm going to take Cousins. Wow. Let, let, me, let me pitch this to you now, right? Love has been – what, was was he drafted last year or the year before? What, year before? Okay, so year before last. So, he had two years under Rodgers. So you gotta learn under Rogers. You gotta learn the playbook. You gotta learn everything that Rogers see. Pretty much doing the same thing that Aaron Rodgers did with Brett Favre. Okay. On top of that, he knows the game film on every team in his division now because he's been studying it for two years. Plus, if he's been studying on the, in the off season. On top of that, those teams don't have any game film on him because he hasn't been playing any games because it's all been Aaron Rodgers. And on top of that, Cousins, I still. 
I think he's a, a hack. Yeah, he has because you have a personal grudge over someone doesn't mean that they're not a good quarterback, Bernie. Okay, so why why did he have legit at least what Jefferson and um, the white dude, Thielen? Yeah, two legit studs on his team, and they still couldn't make the playoffs because their defense was absolute trash. Yeah, and he missed wide open guys too. Yeah, but you can't, you can't make the playoffs if your defense is absolute trash. The Seahawks did. Yeah, but Russell Wilson's in a different league than Kirk Cousins. I, I don't know. I, he had chances to just win games and do stuff, and he couldn't do it. Well, here's, here's um, my... I, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about last year. I'm talking about years before that, too. Well, here's my counter to, to Jordan Love being playing under... Uh, Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't mean if you play if you play under Aaron Rodgers means you're going to be a good quarterback. Look at Matt Flynn. Yeah, well, yeah, um, that's true. But uh huh. This this kid is a smart kid. He came out came out and this was of their Utah State. He came out of Utah State, which is not really a big school, so he, you don't really know how good he is. But I really think proven that Cousins can win games. And proven that he's been in the league, and yeah, yeah, he he can win games. He went to the playoffs. He went to the playoffs a couple times. Um, but he's been in weak divisions. Yeah, but he he's he I he's I think he's better than Jordan Love because Jordan Love's is unproven. There's no way that Jordan Love. I mean, you can prove me wrong this year if Jordan Love does well, but I really don't think Jordan Love is going to be an amazing quarterback. If I had to choose between two free agents right now. Kirk Cousins and Jordan Love. I'm taking Jordan Love because I, I see what Kirk Cousins in here. Pick Kirk Cousins over Jordan Love any day. Well, enjoy enjoy watching the playoffs at home because that's guaranteed what's going to happen. Yeah, but you don't he, know what's uh, going to happen with Jordan Love either. I know my receivers in Green Bay. Devontae Adams is a beast. And who else do they have? They got they got running backs now. They can play do a play action pass. Who, who else do they no have black besides? Black. Who else do they have besides uh, Devonte? Oh, I, I don't even know what's going on in football right now. Yeah, me, exactly. There's, at... there's pretty much no one else they have. Adam Lazar, Alan or Alan Lazard. He's he didn't do anything this year. They have that uh, that that tight end. That's eh. he 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 did really well this year, but last year. But like, there's pretty there's Devonte Adams. That's all you got. He's a stud. And yeah, but what if they double him? Who are you going to throw it to? Whoever's open. Nah. But they also have running backs. They We're going to be arguing over this. Nick, who's better, Love or Cousins? Cousins. <sighs> Sorry. You're talking about somebody, A, who's unproven, B, pulled Jordan Love's college stats. You know, I love to see guys who show the upward trajectory year after year after year. It's one of the reasons why I have a strong belief in Trevor Lawrence. It's one of the reasons why coming out, I felt very strongly about Lamar Jackson. These are guys who went ahead and every single year in college found a way to improve. They didn't plateau. They didn't take any steps backwards. Jordan Love's college stats show slight steps backwards. Slight drop in completion percentage, drop in completion yardage, 
a significantly higher That's a great way to finish a sentence. Significantly higher. You got a stone? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's, that's good. I mean, just leave it mid sentence. Man, I really hope I'm right about this one because if it comes to the next season and I, and I can rub it into your face, man, I ain't gonna <laughs> do it. I mean, like, I think my point about Matt Flynn really, you know, persuaded him. Yeah, but then you have Aaron Rodgers, too. Do they not? I'm just saying if Aaron Rodgers comes back and he actually plays for the team, he's number one going through this whole thing because everyone else is trash. The whole division is trash. I think that Kirk Cousins proves how much he is trash because he works in a trash division. But whatever. We we got Kirk Cousins, so. Goff or Dalton? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go golf because he went to a Super Bowl. I'll also go with golf, so we can just get that out of the way. Golf or cousins? <laughs> you two least favorite quarterbacks. They're so bad. They're all bad. Like the at least love has like an unknown to him. I would pick cousins over golf. Again, golf has never made it to a Super Bowl. Or cousin has never made it to a Super Bowl. So I'm going to go golf because he went into a Super Bowl. He's at least proven that he can make it to a Super Bowl, and it wasn't it was his the, fault. It, that. it was the defense. The defense made it to the Super Bowl. Golf is trash. I could pick Cousins. Golf or Cousins, Nick? God, I don't like either of these options. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, hey, how about this one? Uh, what was it? Golf or who? Who's the other one? Dalton. Dalton. <laughs> I'll take golf on that one. You yeah, see? That's, <laughs> yeah. That way you have golf or golf. You got to pick one either way. Who? If you were got a team right well, let's now. Face it, Dalton's, Dalton's, I, I give it to the Super Bowl. I give it to more playoff success. I think I think Cousins is a better passer I, than golf. I, I'm going to give it to Cousins, and the only reason – is long-term success and definition of success being very loose <laughs> thanks bernie i see you leaving he's done uh, he hates cousins so much but golf's been inconsistent in a handful of years in the league cousins has at least consistently thrown for 3500 plus yards over 10 seasons i mean it's not the best measure but Motherfucker completes passes. Bernie's checked out right now. Yeah, my computer was about to die. Hold on, hold on. I want, I want, I want to do a comparison real quick on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Dad. All right, Kirk Cousins. How long has he been in? He's been in since 2012. Now, mm-hmm. uh, if my computer will work correctly, this would be great. And uh, who who else was it? Jared Goff. Oh, who I pay? Okay.
So Oh hey hey computer you want to stop messing up on me? Alright. So Cousins has been in for nine years. And golf has been in for five. So yeah, he's gonna have a better stats because he's been in longer. But yeah, you, but it's but, all about normalizing them. Yeah, right yeah. but you got you got golf yeah, starting yeah, with the Rams, with who already had a pretty good team, and you have Cousins starting with the Washington football team. I think there's a huge difference between the two starting and, out. Okay. Um, the Washington, at the time, Washington Redskins drafted RG3, and he brought him to the playoffs his first year. Yeah, because he had a defense that backed him up. They didn't have a pretty – they didn't have a really good defense for a lot of the years after RG3 got hurt. They lost a lot of their key pieces, and then all you had was Ryan Kerrigan on defense. And still – you have Kirk Cousins, who actually did pretty well in Washington, but you just—I mean, I think I think the NFL right now is all about that defense. If you don't have a good defense and you have a okay quarterback, you're not going to make the playoffs. RG three, his first couple of years, he was amazing. Yeah. But you have RG three getting the drafted three. in the first round, and you have Kirk Cousins getting drafted in the third round, same year. He didn't really play his first couple seasons in the NFL. So, Three seasons, uh, right? A QB threw for 4,688 yards, 4,638 yards, and 3,952 yards. What QB am I talking about? So you're, you're talking about golf. Yeah. He has you, – you talk about stats. The past three years, he has better stats. And he, in less time, too. Uh, well, He was again, a star from day one. What's shocking is I'm sitting here, I'm normalizing everything out. Touchdown to interception ratio, average, you know, completion percentage, everything for these two guys is almost damn dead even. It's really shocking. Again, you're saying over the last three years that golf has had better stats. It's. I mean, it's no, I'm not saying he had better. Close. I'm, I'm not saying I mean, he has. No, it, 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 look, the one key difference, though, is that he's been able to at least bring his team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but that's because if you have the for, defense. If it wasn't for McVay just completely bombing and not adjusting, they would have won that game because that was close all the way till the end. Yeah, but and but, but, but Minnesota McVay, did make the playoffs, and he play. made it to. They made it to the NFC Championship game, didn't they? Yeah, NFC Championship probably, but that doesn't win you a Super Bowl. It doesn't bring you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but I win that game. But but uh, the, he can't win but the Rams. The Rams also the didn't playoffs. win a Super Bowl, so. Yeah, because yeah, but I don't put that on him because it was how they did that. McVay didn't adjust. We're just gonna be arguing that, for the ten Patriots minutes. Defense it's already been fifty-five minutes. We already picked Kirk Cousins. There's no going backsies. No takesy backsies. 
I already wrote it down. I don't want to erase again. And here's here's my thing, all right? We pick Kirk Cousins, right? He's going to be fourth seed when it comes to the semifinals or whatever, right? Or the quarterfinals. When all this is done, when we do NFC versus AFC, right? And then we do the pick, right? Or the four we're going to we're going to seed the next four quarterbacks. There's no fucking way he goes through to the the finals. So what's no. the point? There's no point in arguing. Goff's not going to go through the finals. Neither is neither is Cousins. We're arguing over honestly, nothing. Yeah, honestly, the bottom line is we could make either one of them interchangeable. Their stats are almost identical. They are very similar style of quarterback. And the truth is, both of them in the playoffs simply have not lost a game for their team, but they all like they don't lose the game because they play horribly, but they also don't win the game by playing great. Golf in six games has four touchdown passes and two interceptions. So you have less than one touchdown pass per game. But we have the exact same thing for Cousins at three touchdowns in four games. I mean, versus one interception. It, they're fucking interchangeable. And they're you not going to go just to the finals. The two and nobody's going to notice the difference. They're not going to go to the finals. Go, yeah, neither, neither of them is going to go win you a game in the playoffs by putting up four or five touchdowns in a singular game. They're both going to manage the game and leave it to their defense or running back to truly win it. All right, well, I just want to let you guys know this is complete NFL fashion that we do here where we, I, I thought we had a good time, you know, like it was like 20 minutes through the first couple topics. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 20 minutes. And then shit gets sideways. And then, and then shit gets sideways, and we're all the way up to an hour. All right, so uh, <laughs> so, so uh, I think we're good here. I think we're going to stop uh, at this point. Um, I appreciate you guys coming. I know it's super late. I'm tired as hell. Um, but I think we had a good time. Uh, we have two more divisions left in our quarterback carousel. We will get them done before the NFL season begins, and then we can predict – you know, we're predicting who the best quarterback in the league besides Mahomes is, and then we can see at the end who's better. Right? So I appreciate yeah. you guys being on. Thank you for being here. Um, and we'll see everyone in about two weeks. Thank you for staying tuned for part two of the recap.